The concept of herd immunity has sparked debate about whether it would control the spread of COVID-19. So what is known about immunity and COVID-19? We're joined by Dr. Vincent Rajkumar, a Mayo Clinic hematologist and researcher and an expert on this topic. In simple terms, what are antibodies and what role do they play in COVID-19? Any of us, when we get an infection, one of the main mechanisms by which we fight infections is to make antibodies. Antibodies are made by cells in our blood called plasma cells. They make antibodies and help us fight infection. Antibodies are simply proteins. They can be measured in the blood. And so when COVID-19 infects us, we make antibodies against this virus, which helps us clear the virus. There's also something called T-cells. What are they and how do they play a part in all this? Fascinating thing about the human body is that we don't have just antibodies to fight an infection. We also have another immune process called T-cell mediated immunity that also helps us fight infection. In antibody mediated immunity, we have cells that make proteins that target the virus. In cell mediated immunity, the actual cell itself fights the virus. So we have cells called T lymphocytes or T cells, and these can target the virus or bacteria or any other offending pathogen and kill it. Now, cell mediated immunity and antibody mediated immunity work hand in hand. They help each other out. And we need robust cell mediated immunity as well as antibody mediated immunity in order to fight an infection effectively. It sounds like herd immunity could occur in two ways. One, by enough people catching the virus and becoming immune to it, and two, through the use of a vaccine. That is correct. I mean, you can achieve herd immunity, which is when a sufficient proportion of the population is immune so that the virus has no place to go and the whole population becomes immune. Usually you need about 70% of the population to be immune to achieve what we call herd immunity so that the virus transmission drops dramatically. Now, this can be achieved partly by a proportion of the population getting the actual infection and partly by a proportion of the population that is vaccinated and has therefore achieved immunity as a result of the vaccine. How long do you believe that immunity to COVID-19 will last? And could there be a difference between people who've been exposed and now have antibodies versus people who get a vaccine? One of the reasons why people are concerned now is that some studies are coming out showing that antibody levels decrease with time rapidly after COVID-19. The question is, if antibodies after a real infection go down, are these patients going to get COVID again? And if this is the case for real infections, what will happen with the vaccine? Would the antibodies just rapidly disappear so that the vaccines won't be effective at all? Now, that's, I think, more of a theoretical concern. Generally, I view antibodies as simply biomarkers of whether somebody has had exposure or not. The cells that make these antibodies are there in the body. They are memory cells, and they will show up and fight an infection if and when the same pathogen comes back again or in a vaccinated patient if they are exposed to COVID-19. So I'm not as concerned about the durability of the immunity or whether people can get it again. It's very likely that infection is protective from a subsequent infection. It's very likely then the vaccine will also be protective. So I'm very optimistic. I'm much more optimistic than what the reports have been coming out 
then we also cannot forget like we talked about t cell immunity we have many studies now showing that people have robust t cell responses against this virus even if they don't have antibodies and these t cells are going to immediately recognize the virus and also afford protection and this is interesting that people with certain blood types are less susceptible to the virus oh this is a very interesting question because what studies show now is that people with o blood group have probably a third less chance of getting covid-19 than rest of the blood groups and people with a have about a 25% extra chance of getting covid-19 compared to other blood groups why this is is still not clear but you know the risk reduction by 20% or 30% extra is very minor so i don't think people with a group need to be that worried dr vincent rajkumar a mayo clinic hematologist and researcher thank you for joining us thank you so much for having me it's a pleasure to be here and that's it for this edition of infotrack internet services provided by pair.com Special thanks this week to InfoTrack reporters Gina Tedesco and Roy Mackey, and our executive producer, Randy Meyer. I'm Chris Whitting, inviting you to join us next time on another edition of InfoTrack. <laughs>